Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. And welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast. Hey everybody, man, it's great to have you with us today. It sure is. Well, I'm going to go ahead and let Mr. Brad just uh, step up to this mic and tell you what we're going to be talking about today. Okay, well, I'm going to start it (laughs) off today. You know, we're going to talk about something that we really pray about these specific topics. That They will be topics that can help people grow in their faith. You know, we, we determined when we started this, we really prayed about it, Lord, Holy Spirit, how we're supposed to present these. And, you know, we could go very, very theologically deep and kind of go towards that dimension. But we we really felt we were supposed to keep them um, and to present them in a way that they are easy to understand. They're just like the two of us talking together and discussing these topics. But then that people could get it and relate to it, apply it to their lives, but based biblically based and sound, but they are there to help you grow in your Christian walk. I, I love to evangelize and see the lost people saved, but I also love to disciple believers and to see them grow in God and to literally live all out for God. So that's yes. what we're going to do with this particular yes. topic today. And what we're going to, let's, let's title it this way. Do we have the right values? Do we have the right base? We're going to talk about values. Um, And I want to say right off the bat, this is coming from a biblical worldview. Because someone may listen to this and go, well, because of some of the things that are going to be said. And you're you're coming at from a secular worldview, possibly. And you're seeing people who in the world are very rich and wealthy. And they have all these things. And maybe to you, that's what true success is. But again, this is coming from a biblical perspective from a biblical worldview, going into the Word of God, seeing the things that Jesus said and others said in regards to what our value system should be as believers in Christ as our Savior. So that I want to make that point really clear. This is, this is how our value system as believers, as followers of Christ, should be. And the reason it's so important, because the study of values, it, it's, it's vitally important because... Um, it's a study in what your life is spent on and how your life ends. That's why it's so vitally important because very profound statement. It's possible to fail in life because you have succeeded in all the wrong things. Mm. And that's one of the things we want to drive home that's today. We, 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 our desire is to, for every man or woman of God out there or, or to bring even awareness to you that maybe, maybe listening to this and you're realizing I'm not born again and I need to be, um, just how vital it is that we live our lives as unto the Lord. Uh, and we need to understand something. You know, we can see a lot of things out there, peeping, get, people getting all different kinds of acclaim for the things they've done and awards yes. and trophies and plaques. But, you know, you can live a life to human acclaim and, 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 and never get an immediate reading that you're going down a path that's going to lead to emptiness. Because it's not about, I, I said this in my testimony, I've won a lot of awards I won powerlifting plaques, national championships, brought home all these different types of trophies and things. And I, I, my, part of my testimony is when I gave my life to Christ, it's like the Apostle Paul, all that stuff, it didn't matter anymore. It's what I do for Christ that matters. And that's what kind of what this is about. What are our, what are our values? What's our value system? So we need to determine what our values are. And it could be said that values literally are the most important thing about you. 
because again, you're going to succeed. You're going to end up succeeding um, at the right things or the wrong things because of your values. The book of um, 1 John chapter 2 verses 15 and 16. We'll start it off with this particular scripture passage. 1 John 2, 15 and 16. It says, do not love. That word love there means don't have an affection for, don't mm-hmm. be devoted to the world. What does the what, what does that word the world mean? It means that invisible system of evil that's dominated by Satan. That's what it's meaning by the world. So do not love that world system yes. or the things in the world still speaking of that world system if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him in other words you either are a genuine christian marked by the love and obedience that you have for god or you're a non-christian in rebellion against god mm-hmm. and and that person would actually be in love and enslaved by this world system says in verse 16, for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride in possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. Let me read it to you again. Do not love the world or the things in the world. Mm. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride in possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. What's that mean? That means that if you're committed to loving the world, this satanically controlled world, this system, world system, you know, of secular world system, if you're committed to loving the world or the things in the world, that you'll be ultimately insignificant because your life will not have affected eternal things. And it's the eternal things that matter. Mm. You can, you can die with $3 billion in the bank account and say, man, I, he died a rich man. But you want to know something? It doesn't matter if nothing was done for God, if the things that that person, if nothing was done that had any eternal significance. Mm-hmm. And eternal significance are all the things that are tied to the word of God, to the things of God, then there's no significance there at all. That's what the Bible is telling us. It's not me. This is what we're being taught. That's why our values so important and this is going to help any believer who maybe you're looking to the possessions you're looking to the cars you're looking to you know the pride of life the lust of the flesh the you know the lust of the eyes and you're thinking in the world has entrapped you in your mindset that those are the things that make someone successful yes. well understand that's not the things or those not are not the things that make someone successful you got to understand god for the little man for the guy over there in some part of the world where he has basically no money no food no water no shelter but you know what he's doing he has no money no car no home he has no bank account no portfolio no stock market nothing in the stocks but you know what? He's out there winning people to Jesus. Mm. He's living right before God, and he's out there soul winning, telling yes. people about Christ. Yes. Man, that guy is laying up treasures in heaven. Those are eternal things. So you could die never knowing Christ with a $3 billion and have bought all these things, with six cars in your garage, and die having made no eternal significance when you have this young, when you have this gentleman or this woman over there who no one will ever know. Winning people to Christ one by one, riding in by donkey or going in by boat or going through the jungle, witnessing to people. Man, those things are of eternal significance. So it's the things of God that matter. It's the eternal things that matter. Yes. 
let me make this really clear. Whether you esteem the things of God or the things of earth are the most important things about you because they affect your goals and ambitions. So whatever your values are, they're going to lead to your goals and ambitions. Then your goals and ambitions are going to affect your priorities. In other words, how you spend your energies, your money, your time. And then your priorities are going to determine the decisions that you make. You're going to decide to do things to achieve your priorities. And then those decisions are going to determine your path. Yes. And then your path will determine your destiny. In other words, where you end up. That's why having the right values is so profoundly important. Whether you esteem the things of God or of earth, things eternal or temporal. Let me read you a real quick illustration. There was a young man who applied for a job as an architect. They called him up and they asked him to come in. And when they did, they offered him the job at $150,000 a year. He went on to sign the agreement and he was told, you're expected as part of your job to look after your clients. We want you to wine them and dine them, take them to girly places. <laughs> he demands that I hope your wife will understand. Oh, no. Well, the architect said back to this guy, no thanks, which the response came back, what? This is the opportunity of a lifetime. The young architect said, no thanks. I'm not willing to sell my values for $150,000 a year. A few days later, he got a promotion from his current boss. Mm. I'm telling you something. What you value as a believer yes. really matters. We will all be, the Bible tells us, all believers will go to the judgment seat of Christ and our lives will be judged by what we did on this earth. And imagine if there was a flame put to your pile of stuff before mm. you that was sitting in front of you, would it all burn up as wood, hay, and stubble? Or would there be left there a pile of precious jewels and things that mm. represent eternal things that you did while you were living on this earth? And someone says, man, Brad, this is really straightforward stuff. It is because you know what? When my wife and I talked about this and I talked about this to other people, it stirred me because yes. I want to make sure that I'm valuing the right things and always have an understanding that it's the things of eternity that matters. Yes. Matthew 6:19. Matthew 6:19 says this, "Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust and destroy, where thieves break in and steal." In other words, he's saying not to make temporal things your ambition. You know, we all need clothes, we all need cars, right. things that quote unquote rust, but there's a difference when they become your purpose in life. So I know Janet has something she wants to say, but in a minute, but we don't <laughs> want these to be what it's okay. I mean, we all need cars. We all need clothes. You know, we all desire nice things. There's, I'm not, there's not saying that there's nothing wrong with that. As long as they're not your purpose in life, as, they don't have you. as long as they don't, your things don't have you. As long as they're not the joy of your life, That's those right. things that that will rust and that will fade away. It says where where um, moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. They're not eternal. They're not eternal. Matthew 6.20 gives the exact opposite. It says, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. In other words, eternal things where neither wrath, neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, it says in verse 21 in Matthew 6, there your heart will be also. 
So this is in, we're talking about values, the things that we value, whether they're of God or whether they're of the earth. I think this is such an important topic because, um, you know, our God wants us to enjoy things in life. Like, you know, Brad's talking about, he wants to bless us um, so that we can be a blessing to others, not just for ourselves, but to others, others in the kingdom of God and others outside of the kingdom. Um, but, you know, something like Brad said, you know, one day when you are lying on your deathbed, um, you know, you, you never hear someone say, oh man, I wish I would have bought that Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have gotten that two-story mansion. Um, you know, most of the time you hear people, they have regrets. And it was that they didn't um, give enough. They didn't spend time uh, with those they love. They, they, right then, when you are passing from this life to the next, most people have an awakening of, oh my goodness, life is like a vapor. And so what Brad is talking about is, is making sure that we have everything in the right priority. Again, you work hard, you want to have fun, you want to have nice things, there's nothing wrong with that. But the thing is, you want to make sure it does not have you. You want to make sure that you are storing up things in heaven where someone doesn't break in and, and steal them. You know, so many people, their identity is in... Uh, that what they can purchase, what they have, what they drive, what they um, live in, and they spend their whole lives uh, trying to, what is it, obtain this stuff, and then once they get it, it there's no joy in it. Now they have to maintain it. Now they want the newest thing. And so, um, you know, we just encourage you just to really look at your life and say, what am I valuing right now? The things of God or the things of the world? And, you know, I haven't thought about this when Jana was talking. He's like, you know, if you're, if, if, we, we talked about the gentleman, little man that's over there in some faraway nation witnessing to the loss one by yes. one. You know, get this, get this understanding that, Sometimes in America, we look at, we get all these things. I, I've been, I, I've, I've lived and I've served the kingdom as an evangelist. And I've been part of big, big meetings where there was, yes. you know, large numbers of people in different nations of the world, even here, um, those kinds of things. And I preached the gospel in front of masses of people. And, you know, and, and the problem is, is in America, everybody thinks that's the success aspect. You know, if, you, if you're preaching for, oh, to a million people and all these people that, man, you must but understand something. <laughs> It's just, it's making just as an eternal a significance if you're someone out there in your life and you're not before the masses, but you're going and you're living out your life witnessing to one person and then another one and then another one. That, that, that's of eternal significance. That's storing up things yes. in eternity. Yeah. Prayer, spending time in the Word, serving in your church loving people, giving, sowing your seed, financially blessing ministries, your church, whatever, things that lay up eternal significance that are tied, that are tied to the yes. things okay. of God. Money and career and jobs, they can make you a living, but they cannot make you a life. That's good. We, we need to just get to the point where we realize, and one thing I, I've realized too is that there are so many young people today, they are taught the one with the gold rules um, but no one really tells them what success is. They just talk about their appearance or, or, or about their wealth or about their stuff or about their physical possessions. But Jesus said that life is more than food. 
and the body is more than clothing. And if you're a believer out there, I'm telling you, you're only going to be satisfied by things that are more excellent, the things that are eternal and are of God. We have a friend of ours, kind of going back to the illustration I use, young man works for um, a big company and as a salesman, and he, he, the company wanted him to kind of do the same thing. You know, we want you to take your clients to ball games, take them to uh, quote unquote girly places, make sure they're taken care of because we want to get these guys in and get them signed, get them in a contract. And this young man is a sold out believer, and he basically told his company, "I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to buy him beer. I'm not going to. I'm not going to participate in those things. Yeah, I'm not going to. That's not going to be something. So I don't know what to say, but I just can't do that. That goes against my my value system as a man as a man of God. And they said, "Okay, fine. Well, guess what? He ended up being the top salesman in his company." He ended up getting not just one promotion, but I think one or two promotions that got him into a much higher level within the company. And man, he has such great favor there. And I believe it's all because he took a stand. He lived by his his uh, biblical value system and they they favored him. And I believe God honored him for that and opened up great and mighty doors for him. You know, um, when Brad was talking, I thought about a precious family that's very close and near and dear to her heart in um, Oklahoma. And her and her husband have built a business over 30 years. Uh, they love the Lord. They are such givers, truly have a gift of giving. And what's so amazing, I knew them and met them when I was in college. So, you know, very young. And um, you would never know that they have been, they have worked very hard and they have been extremely blessed um, financially in many ways, but you would never know meeting them outside of their home, um, just the blessings because they, the blessings don't have them. The house does not have them. Um, the things do not have them. Their heart is truly about the kingdom of God and sowing and giving freely, no strings attached, but being led forth by the Lord. And it's so amazing that they keep on just receiving and they keep on sowing. And that's their heart. Again, you know, I remember talking to her when the Lord blessed them with this beautiful home. And this home is where um, they house a lot of missionaries that come off the field and um, they're are able to just give them a place to stay for a, a period of time. And um, she said, you know, I'm so grateful for the Lord for this, but it doesn't have me. If it was gone tomorrow, it would not have me. And so I, I just see their life and think, wow, you know, they totally get it. They understand where their blessings come from. Their value system is in the kingdom of God. Amen. Having the right values is so profoundly important. Think about your income. How do you perceive your income? Is it something to get stuff and survive life? Or is it something to use for building uh, up God's kingdom on earth, to sow into God's work? Mm. Um, the things you sow into the kingdom of God financially. Someone says, man, why do people tithe? Why do they give it? Because it's a biblical principle and you're sowing eternally. Yes. That is an eternal work of, of, of the kingdom. Yes. You are sowing into the kingdom of God. When you uh, bless a, a ministry, when you, uh, when you, sow, you know, that type of thing, you give to missions, whatever that type of giving is, that, that is, that, that, that's of eternal significance. That is. So um, that's why the Bible says, 
give and know and have a cheerful heart because you're doing something that matters in eternity. So values, they shape your thinking. And um, we want to make sure that uh, we're not caught as believers in, in this trap or caught in the lie of material things equal success. Um, that's not what makes success for us as believers. It's what we do for God, what we do for his kingdom. And, uh, let me, let me, let me go into this before I definitely want to help you. How do I get my values right? We've talked about having a wrong value system. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is what's really exciting about this for those who know Christ as their savior. We have greatness in us as a birthright. We were born into the kingdom of God. We're now a child of God. Yeah. And because of that, we can commit our lives to things that are eternal, that cannot wash away, to God, his word, human souls, and eternity. And think about it. What a great privilege it is to be able to be participants in God's program. Um, and so that's what we do when we are having the right values and we are doing the things of God and not the things of the world. So what's the solution, Brad? Help me with this. How can I get my values right? Well, I'm going to give you just a couple bullet points on just some things. You might want to write them down or you might want to listen to it again to make sure you get these done in you. But these are just some thoughts to help yes. you um, help you get your values right. Help us get our values right. They minister to me. So as I talk to you, I'm also talking to me. What can we do? Well, number one, let's check our motives. In the 40 to 60 hours a week that you put on your job, do you do it to the glory of God? Someone says, I hate my job. Well, understand, <laughs> God gave you the job, and because of the job, you have the income to pay your bills and the things that you have in your refrigerator and so on and so forth. So maybe that needs to change. Um, in the 40 to 60 hours a week you're put, you, you put into your job, you do it to the glory of God. In other words, is the value of your product, the integrity of your relationships at work, and the nature of your dealings at work, are they done to the glory of God? Someone says, well, I hate my job. I know you said that, but are, are you doing, it's possible though still to get up in the morning and go, Holy Spirit, help me with this. Help me with my mindset. My wife's laughing. Help me with my mindset. I want to go to work and have, a, have a, the right value system. Um, help, me to, help me to appreciate what I'm doing. Help me to appreciate this job you've given me and be grateful for the income that it brings into my life. And Holy Spirit, help me when I go there to do it to the glory of God. Help me with in, in the way that I treat people, in the way that I do my job, um, and the product that I put out. Um, so that's number one. So number two then, so the first one is check your motives. Are you doing your work? Because your work needs to matter. Because it's the majority of where you spend your life, whether you like your job or not. That's a lot of, of where you live your life. So we need to make our, sure our motives are right. Okay, number two. In the time you have in your day, tithe the best of your time to God. Yes. What do you mean? I mean, just like we give 10% off, I give 10% off the top of my whatever income comes in. I give it immediately uh, into the kingdom of God. Um, I sow it into the church. Um, same thing with your time. Yes. In other words, get alone. Take take the top um, the, in the time you have in your day. Tithe the best of your time to God. And if the morning time is when you're the most alert, then set your alarm. I have a testimony about this. It's on a podcast about my prayer testimony. You need to go listen to it. Set your alarm. Get up early. Spend time in prayer. Study the Bible. Worship. Tithe the best of your day 
to God and the things of God. I'm telling you, if you do that, you'll never be the same again. Yes. Number three, make sure one day a week, the first day of the week, how about Sunday, you come to church, you sit, stand, sing, listen, pray, and you discuss the message with your family or your girlfriend or vice versa on the way home from church. You want to be someone that attains the right value system Make sure you're in the house of God. If you don't have a good church, you need to find a good Bible-believing church to yes. go to that teaches you the Bible right. Go there, participate there, be there on Sunday mornings, sing, listen to the Word of God, write notes down, uh, pray with everyone, go there and have fellowship, discuss the message with someone that you may have come with on the way home, get it down in you. See, these things help build your value system. They help build into a mindset of eternal things. And they'll start to wash away that part of your brain, even as a believer that's trying to hold on to worldly possessions as the meaning of success. Number four, take your lifeblood, which is your money, and take the very initial first part of it, the tithe, the top 10%, not even mentioning the offering, and give it to God and his work. Mm -hmm. My wife and I, you know, I, I know a lot of people don't give checks, but if we all gave by checks, you can determine someone's priorities in God by what their checkbook looks like because honestly when we get paid the first thing as a believer as a child of God that should come out of your paycheck should even go to bills it should go into the kingdom of God God gave you the job gave you the money that first part that top part those first fruits those are his not that he needs them. It's just a matter of obedience. It's a matter of loving God. It's a matter we do it because we love him. You don't do it begrudgingly. I hate writing this check. Well, guess what? That ain't good. Keep it. Yeah, that's not a good mindset. You need to be writing that check. Woo-hoo! I get the gift of God today. And you need to be excited about it because you're doing something eternal. You're having an eternal significance. Even with the finances you're giving, you think, well, really? Absolutely. Get into the Bible and read about money. And read about what we're supposed to be with our money and do with yes. our money. So if you want to begin to get a mindset of, of, of a proper value system, you begin to be someone that gives that top 10%. Right. I'll tell you something. It will change your life. Will. You will see your life and your family and everything about you change. Right. And number five, start doing with your future. Start doing with your future. Mm -hmm. Start to set spiritual goals. Make rungs of the ladder to ascend into eternal things. In other words, start taking Bible yes. courses. Get more involved in your church. Get more financially devoted. Yes. Help disciple people. Go somewhere in your Christian life regarding spiritual things. Yes. So make sure that you're doing with your future and you're pushing forth into eternal things that have eternal significance. Yes. Don't, um, don't just be a splash in the pond leave ripples on the pond of life yes. to keep on going and going and going and matter in eternity and matter in the lives of other people. And living your life with the right values will enable you to do this. Yes. Before I come to a close, let me tell you a real quick story. Let me read you an illustration. This, 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 hat, this is a true story that came from the Titanic sinking. Mm. It goes like this. It says, a lady jumped off the light boat before it was lowered and back onto the ship so she's it's going down but she realized she forgot something she jumps off the lifeboat gets back on the ship it says she ran past piles of money that had settled in the corners of the room from the gambling tables 
She got to her room and didn't go for her precious jewels worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, but she reached above her head to a storage shelf and grabbed three oranges and stowed them away. She figured these to be the most valuable item in her possession because they could help her live. Mm -hmm. In other words, priceless things became worthless. Worthless things in the light of death had become priceless. Y'all, in the secular world's way of thinking, spiritual things, things that matter in eternity, seem somewhat worthless. But in the life of the true reality of the one life we have to live on this earth, they are the most priceless. Mm -hmm. The things you do for God will last. They cannot be stolen. They are stored up. They are safe. Things that matter in eternity. So I ask you, how do you want to make an impact in this world? How do you want to make an impact in eternity? What do you want to leave behind you when you go? Get your values right. We need to have our values right because they determine the impact of our life for us, our family, the impact we make for the kingdom of God on earth, yes. and the impact we make in the lives of others. Are our values right? Well, you know what? They need to be. So... We just want to encourage you today that if you're out there listening, to be encouraged, to be challenged, to be instigated today. This instigates me. This challenges me yes. to make sure that every day I wake up, I tell the Lord, I'm going to enjoy this day. I'm going to enjoy it in you and do everything I do to the glory of God. And I ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me to have eternal significance today. If there's someone I need to tell Jesus about, tell about Jesus, or someone I need to witness to, if there's someone I need to be kind to, someone I need to give to, something I need to do that's a thing of God, that's of eternal significance, show me that. I want my life to have an impact eternally yes. on my wife and all those that I'm around. And I know you want that same thing. So I hope this has encouraged you. I hope this has inspired you. And I hope this has challenged you to, again, take a rung up the ladder, step up in these things. And let's, let's, let's not get sucked in by the value system of the world. Let's place our eyes, let's get our eyes focused on the things of God and let our eyes be full of light and not be darkened. It's what we do for God that matters and what we do for God that lasts. Well, thank you so much for tuning in with us today. I know that you were blessed and you were challenged. We hope you have a wonderful day. And don't forget to share this podcast with someone. Bye. God bless you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, remember to live all out for Jesus Christ. God bless you. And we'll see you next time.